Welcome to the As You Are podcast. Hey guys, we are so excited to be back. This is Anna and I have Emily here with me. Hey guys, we are going to have a conversation this week about identity. There are lots of mixed messages out there about what will actually make us happy and we want to know how to put our identity in Christ. So here we go. Welcome back. We are so excited for this conversation today. It's some really good stuff. But before we dive in, let's just have a little check-in. How are you doing, Anna? Um, well, literally right before we started recording this podcast, I made myself a smoothie for lunch. I was trying to be like healthy girl. Nice. Got all the like spinach in there. Okay. And, like protein things and I was about to come upstairs to start recording the podcast and lo and behold I don't even know how it happened but I hit the smoothie and the entire smoothie went down my counter no. and my drawers my like I'm really bad about closing kitchen like cabinets and drawers like it's something that my husband ever gets so annoyed about I literally like leave stuff open all the time so literally, there's smoothie like in the drawers all over the floor. Oh my gosh, no! And it kind of felt like one of those things where I was like, "Yeah, that that's just about right," you know, like having one of those weeks where you're like, "Okay, hmm, a smoothie spilling week." Yes, but oh my god, it's okay. What about you? How's your day going? My day is going good. This past week, I started recording an album, which I'm really excited about. So exciting. I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah, I'm excited too. Over the weekend, we actually had something really scary happen with my son, Jones. Oh my gosh. We got to ride in an ambulance. Oh, little Jones. I know, but long story short, we're back home. Everything's fine. Was he scared? No, he literally wanted to get back in. He just <laughs> kept saying on the way home, blue ambulance, blue ambulance. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, very grateful to be done with that, though, because I also had to ride in the ambulance, and that was not actually fun. So anyway, let's kick things off. Anna and I were talking right before we jumped on the podcast about that feeling of starting freshman year of college. And so whether you're actually a freshman right now or you're a senior or you're like us and you're several years out of college, you remember what it's like Mm -hmm. as a freshman Yeah, I just remember, especially freshman year, going into college, and there was all these things that I thought about myself, or like that people knew about me. Mm -hmm. Let's say, like, I played field hockey in high school, which is true. I did play field hockey in high school. And uh, yeah, I was a field hockey player. Oh my God. See, Emily didn't know. So impressive. Crazy. (laughs) Um, Or like all sorts of different things. I was in SC, like, student council, uh, but all these things I had, like, put all of my identity in, yeah. and then you get to college, and you're, like, all these things, now nobody knows about you, yeah. and, like, how do you even begin to tell them, mm-hmm. not just field hockey and student council, but, like, my friends, or, yeah. like, I did young life in high school, whatever it is. Yes. I mean, all those things that we do in high school start to feel like who we are. Yeah. It's the way people know us and recognize us. And so it just makes sense that we would start to define ourselves by those things. Mm -hmm. But God says none of us are defined by how we earn our place in this world. Yeah. There's a really loud message that our culture tells us that you have to earn your way to be enough. Mm -hmm. But God says you're already enough And I want you to operate out of that 
place where you belong to me and everything else is just an added bonus on top. I want you to have that joy. Mm-hmm. Also, like the flip side of it too is let's say you were like top of your class mm-hmm. or homecoming queen and then you get there and then you're like, oh, oh shoot. everybody here <laughs> yeah. was that too. Whatever totally. it is. But you get to college and you're like, oh, I'm not that unique because everybody here is top of their class. And yeah. what do I do with that? It can be really discouraging. And if your identity is in that, it can feel suddenly like who you are is taken from you. Yeah. It's so weird. I remember when I was applying to UGA, I was so nervous and so aware of the fact that it was terribly hard to get in. And so I finally did get in. That's where I ended up going to school. And once I got there, I realized that every single person who had been accepted had to work just as hard as I did to get in. And so they were involved in the same extracurriculars. They were the same top of their class. They were involved in the same sports. Like they also made it to state in tennis and like wrote a better essay than me. And, you know, everyone on campus is just like somehow a better version of me. Yeah. (laughs) We're like dresses cooler. I remember even after college, like in college, I remember thinking like, okay, like I'm pretty stylish. And then I moved to Atlanta and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Comparison to the max. Mm -hmm. I know nothing. I know nothing. Like after living in, I, I grew up in Virginia um, and went to school like to, at JMU, which is in a small town in Virginia. So like, yeah, sure. I was stylish for that. But then you like yeah. <laughs> move to the big city and you're like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, but there is hope. Our identity is not wrapped up in what we can earn. Right. And it's so easy to believe that because our culture tells us you have to earn your way to being enough. But what God says about us is that we are already enough and he wants us to operate out of belonging to him Mm -hmm. and being enough to him and let everything else just be an added bonus on top of that. It's so true. Because truthfully, these things were meant to bring us joy and they were never meant to define us. Yes. It's not even identity. It's labels more than anything else. Oh, my gosh. You're so right. Like, you're trying to label yourself. I think that's such a good distinction because the world really only offers labels, and God offers belonging. It's so true. Like, we are telling ourselves, hey, you need to be X, Mm -hmm. Y, or Z. Like, when we're working towards those things, hoping that they will define us versus working out of a place of knowing that we're already like defined and accepted and loved that's where the difference really lies because when those things fail you which they will you're still on a solid foundation yeah that reminds me of the verse that we had in week one bible study will you read it for us i think it's matthew 7 yeah matthew 7 24 through 27 and it um so this is actually like jesus's teaching the Sermon on the Mount. He's like gone through a bunch of ways to like live our life and to follow him. And so this is the very end of it. And he says, everyone then who hears these words of mine, meaning the Sermon on the Mount that he's just finished preaching. He says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, 
and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and it was great fall. Yeah, that's so awesome. I think that it's really important to notice that there are so many things in our life that we can put all of our trust in and all of our hope in, and they can just go away. Yeah, it's like that could fail you. And then what are you left with? Yeah, God is the only constant thing. So we might find a lot of fulfillment and a lot of fun and a lot of purpose in all sorts of different things for a season. And that's actually a really good thing. It's just that we were never meant to place our entire worth on those things. I have like such an applicable story for that. I dated somebody in college almost all four years and it was like a serious relationship. But like I looking back now know that I put so much of my worth in not even just like who that guy said I was, Mm -hmm. but just like our relationship. Like we had been best friends in high school, coming into college, like people knew like, oh, Anna and Connor. And I put so much of my identity in that. So as a result, I really struggled with anxiety in college. And it was stemming from a place of like being afraid of losing Connor. Yeah. That's just such a picture of like putting my house on the sand because ultimately like second semester senior year out of nowhere like we were just hanging out there was no signs of this happening Mm. and he just was like I don't think I can do this anymore and we broke up haven't really talked literally since that day and it was like my biggest fear happened but I was okay you know and Mm. like realizing oh I had put so much of my identity in that relationship Hmm. it was causing me to have anxiety and to be like constantly striving and not like fully living into who the Lord created me to be and we broke up like there was so much freedom in a lot of ways of like stepping away from that relationship and being able to be like okay Lord like who do you say that I am right I think that's the point I think that's what he wants us to see is that he wants us to live free of impressing other people in this world. And he wants us to be free to just be ourselves and be with him and feel accepted in that. That is where our identity is strongest. Yeah. Um, One thing that I was thinking about when you were telling that story, this is pretty normal, but there was just so much fear in that relationship where you were so worried you were going to lose something that you could almost not even enjoy it. You said you had a lot of anxiety and you didn't feel like yourself really until you had the freedom of not defining yourself by whether or not you were going to lose him. Mm -hmm. What is really cool is like, yes, Jesus is saying like he is the rock, like putting our hope and our faith in our lives on him is where it's steady and constant jesus is not saying hey put your faith in me and like nothing bad's gonna happen yeah like i want to be i want to be pretty clear on that because Mm -hmm. that's not our reality as christians like we still face yeah we still spill smoothies all over our kitchen (laughs) yes you still have smoothie spilling weeks yes but like truly (laughs) bad things still happen oh they do but when our faith is in jesus we have a bigger perspective and know that we can look to him instead of to the winds and the rains that are coming and beating against the house nope Nope. i like trust (laughs) that i'm gonna make it through this 
because I know that the foundation I'm standing on is secure. Right. And that makes me think about something that we talked about last week and we all deal with comparison and specifically comparison on social media. We all build these personas online and we have like entire personalities that could be, yeah. I'm not saying they're different than our real life personality, but they're just ideal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it paints a picture of who I am that people would know me by hypothetically or know Anna by. And those things are just not a reliable identity right. and it's not even really the full truth. And so we walk around feeling almost like a fraud. Like we know all of our days aren't that good and, you know, that we don't look that perfect in all of our edited pictures. I mean, social media is like its own beast. It really and is. We could have a whole episode on that because Seriously. the people that we follow, like you and I have both done house projects. Yep. And I would start like following these people on Instagram and all of a sudden like my house looks like theirs. Same. You know? Because yes. I like their styles. So I'm going to like try and... Do what they did. Yes, it's so true. The people that we follow on social media and the people that we're interested in in our lives have such an impact on who we are and who we become. Y'all may have heard this quote, you're the sum of the five people you hang out with most. But I actually just read an article that basically said, y'all, that's not true. It goes even deeper than that. It's not just the top five people that you hang out with. It's you're the sum of your surroundings. Show me your friends. Show me where you live. Show me your values and I'll show you your future. And so that just challenged me. It said, take a good look at your surroundings because this is the path that you're on and these people will really influence you. The people that we're following are the ones who are influencing our lives the most. So like Jesus says multiple times in the Bible, follow me, which is so Mm -hmm. interesting. Like honestly being now in the 21st century and thinking about following, like following for us. Has such a different context now. Yeah. With like Instagram followings. If I spent half the amount of time trying to model my life after Jesus and like following him. Yeah as I do on Instagram. Like I spend so much time on Instagram during the day. Oh my gosh, I do too. It's been so convicting as we've been talking about these subjects, just realizing how much of my energy goes towards social media. And so I've been thinking about flipping the script a little bit here. Like what if we, as an As You Are group, intentionally took that time that we spend on social media and you can still spend that time doing whatever you want to do on social media. But every time you get on social media, either right before or right after, just kind of match that amount of time and check in with God just the same. And and maybe even, I like this idea as a prayer, just praying, God, would you show me how to root my identity in you instead of in what these people that I don't even know think about me? I think it is something just to think about and allow that perspective to creep into your mind of like, okay, I'm spending a lot of time modeling my lives after these random people who don't even know me. Right. So what is a practical step here? Like, what does it actually look like to put our identity in Christ? I really think it boils down to just trying to spend time with him oh my gosh yes you're so right spend time with him and allow his presence to influence who you are Mm. and to like guide you so you become more like him gosh that is so good 
And truthfully, that doesn't take any work on our end. All we have to do is allow Him the influence in our lives. So that's what we want to leave you girls with this week. We just want to think on that. We want to think on how can we allow God more and more this week to influence who we are. Yeah. So Anna, will you pray for us? I would love to. Yeah. God, thank you so much for this time together and this podcast. Lord, I pray for uh, every person that's listening to this right now. I pray that uh, you would be with them, that they would know that you are there with them. Uh, God, we just pray that we would reshift our focus to you. Um, Lord, that we would want to define ourselves by who you say we are Mm -hmm. um, and that we are your children. And so, God, I just pray that we would come to you and trust you. Thank you so much for this day, and we just pray a blessing over this week. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys, we are so excited because this Wednesday we have our first event of the fall. South Carolina. Yes, we're headed to USC, so we'll see you in Columbia. We're coming for you at the graduate at 7 o'clock. Yep, 7 p.m. And it's going to be so fun. Emily's going to be leading worship. I'll be speaking. Um, Bonnie and Elizabeth are your small group leaders, and they're super involved with helping make this thing happen. Huge part of the worship night, so we are just really excited. Yes, if you go to the University of South Carolina or you just live somewhere around there and you're a college-age girl, please come. We would just love to see you. Please come. We cannot wait. We're going to have snacks. So many snacks. It's going to be great. (laughs) And then the following week, we'll be at... University of North Carolina. Yes, my first time to Chapel Hill. I'm so excited to come see y'all at UNC. The next three weeks, we're going on tour. So <laughs> we kind of watch are. Watch out for our tour bus. Oh my gosh, don't we wish? I wish we did. Okay, last thing. This is our third podcast episode, so you've missed two. So go back and listen to those if you haven't heard them yet. Also, go on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow the As You Are podcast. Like it. Give us a rating. That's a shameless plug. Yes, it really is. And give us a good rating. All right, y'all. Bye.